Welcome to the Spiritual Life Management Podcast, where we help you bring balance in your life and live to your fullest potential with your host, Gretchen Smith. Hey, welcome back to another wonderful episode of Spiritual Life Management Podcast. For those of you returning, I thank you so much. But if you're a new listener, welcome. I'm so happy you found us. Time management is our topic today. Sounds like a great spiritual topic, right? Well, maybe it doesn't sound so spiritual, but good time management does have an impact on your spirituality and quality of life. I'd say that When most people think of a spiritual person, they think of someone zen, peaceful, calm, laid back, not worrying about time or anything else. Or maybe you think of someone meditating on a beach, living off the grid, or in an ashram somewhere. That's not reality for most of us. Most people call themselves spiritual that don't live like this. I believe there's a spiritual being in all of us, and I love catering to the modern era spiritualists. You know, the spiritual person that has a family and a home to run, or the student with desires to fulfill their life, or that single mom who is juggling it all. These are people that have mortgages or rent to pay, cell phone bills and groceries to go buy. People with multiple responsibilities and commitments, but they have a deeper knowing and connection to the universe, a higher purpose, and maybe an inner guru waiting to come out. Or maybe they're the weekend granola that lives somewhere in all of us. That person that longs for the Oregon Country Fair or Burning Man. Or maybe not, but you get the picture. So for most of us, life can be busy. It's fast-paced and very full. Sometimes even stressful. It may be hard to fit in the bare essentials to your day, your week, let alone a few minutes to stop, take a breather, or meditate. If you are looking to have more peace in life or take on a new adventure that is fulfilling your life purpose and deepest desires, good time management is crucial. The funny thing is that when I reflect back on all the people I've worked with over the years, the majority of them struggled with their use of time. Most did not have any real-time management skills at all. Even a lot of people that were more successful people didn't have a solid concept of time management. They struggled with keeping it all together. However, the true high performers, the truly successful individuals, all had great time management skills and a very well-rounded and balanced life. But in general, the majority of the people struggled with their time. They didn't use a calendar or methods to keep them on task. Sometimes this would get them into a world of hurt too. They'd miss deadlines. They were overlooked for advancement opportunities. They were late or missed events. They were unorganized and flying by the seat of their pants. They were trying to keep their to-do list in their head. They were stressed out and sometimes the worst offenders were angry, short-fused, and on the verge of a breakdown. One individual comes to mind that actually had a major meltdown in my office one day. And yes, I've had to even fire someone that was unable to perform and meet deadlines even when coached numerous times on time management. They were given all the tips, tools, coaching, and resources that you can imagine and still didn't want to embrace time management skills to keep them on task. Sadly, poor time management has many downfalls. Poor time management may be impacting you by having an unorganized and cluttered home. You spend time looking for misplaced items in your home, causing you to run late, and so on. 
It may be reduced in quality of times with loved ones or limiting time to do things that truly bring you joy and raise your vibration. Perhaps it is holding you back from having your dream job or creating the abundance you desire. Being too busy may be cutting into your self-care, your spiritual practice, or that much-needed rest and reset that you deeply and desperately need. On a bigger scale, it may be contributing to poor health, poor relationships, and added stress. It can also impact your finances in the form of late bills, healthcare costs, etc. But worst yet, it can actually cause guilt and low self-esteem. If you didn't have time to spend with your loved ones, missing important, meaningful events, or worst case, you lose income as a result of poor time management practices, it can wreak havoc on you. You may succumb to anxiety, stress, depression, and sleepless nights. The interesting thing is when an average person takes time to break down how they spend their time, free time does show up. Free time or more time always shows up. But despite time tracking apps, hints, and tips being available, only 17% of people track their time. Did you know only 20% of the average workday is spent on crucial or important things? Well, 80% of the average workday is spent on things that have little or no value. Let's break this down a bit, and I'm going to use the workplace as an example. A study by Voucher Cloud found that employees are only productive for two hours and 23 minutes a day. Let's examine this a little bit closer. Average time spent on an actual work task takes 143 minutes. They found they browse news sites for 65 minutes, socializing with coworkers equated to 40 minutes, searching for new jobs was 26 minutes a day. This is disappointing and I'll have to talk about this and following your passion and finding your dream job on another podcast. They make calls for 18 minutes, coffee break for 17, they're IMing for 14, then you gotta have another break, a snack break is 8 minutes, making food, 7 minutes, and that's basically your work day. Not exactly the most productive use of time. So there it is. Lots of opportunity to do more. Maybe learn more. Be recognized and advance in your career. And make more money. Or possibly get home earlier and spend quality time with someone or on something meaningful. So that is the workplace. Now, just imagine how much time is lost in your personal time. If you had an extra hour of free time, what would you do with it? What if you had an extra few hours of free time a day? Simply put, when you properly manage your time, you get more time back. It's like manifesting time. Time to focus on what is important to you, what you truly enjoy, what brings you more relaxation and peace. Maybe you have more time to meditate, enhance your spiritual practice, exercise, take on a new course, learn how to play guitar, work in the garden, or ride bikes with your kids. I'm going to share a few ways to become more efficient and productive to create more time for yourself. Most importantly, look at due dates and have timelines for all that you do, all events, tasks, and so on, at work and at home. Don't forget the little stuff either. I have reminders for taking out the trash, changing air filters, giving the dog flea medicine, you name it. 
And yes, I schedule time to meditate. Otherwise, it might be the first thing to push off the list. But for my well-being, meditation is a priority. So after we have the due dates and the timelines, you need to establish your priorities. Go through all that you do, your meetings, your appointments, your events, etc. Rank them in priority order. By the way, you may find it more helpful to do this activity twice, once for home and once for work. Then create four boxes on a sheet of paper. Your top left box is your important and urgent items to do. Next, in the top right box is important items you need to do. And after that, you will list in the bottom left box the not so important but urgent things you need to do. So those things that you need to get done right away, but they're not super urgent. And lastly, in the bottom right box is neither important or urgent, but you need to have them done anyhow. Now, take a look at all that you do in a month and place it in the corresponding boxes. Take it a step further and assign a time frame to it. How long will it take you to complete the tasks? Have a master copy for each month and then do the same activity for each day. Each day you will know your priorities and how much time it should take you. You will know what is important and urgent, important but not urgent, and last of all what's not so important but you need to get it done. Towards the end of your day, you can reconcile your sheet and start preparing for the next. For tasks that are time-bound, you can place reminders or alarms in your phone, on your computer, etc. Now, if this quadrant method doesn't appeal to you, that's fine. At least use an organizer or some sort of tracking device, like calendars, apps, etc. Some of the top time management apps are Rescue Time, it helps you manage your time. Remember the Milk is also another great app and it helps you from forgetting things to do. Focus Keeper is another great app and it motivates you to do things and it's great for procrastinators. But always focus on the most critical things and the most difficult things first. This will give you peace of mind once it's completed. You won't stress over things and be pulling your hair out. Be sure to assign or dedicate your time carefully. And as you do things throughout your day, mark them off. There's gratification in simply marking things off your checklist or your to-do list. Here are some more great tips. Give yourself timelines for everything you do, and I mean everything. Once you are done with your important and urgent items, know what your day looks like. Do you need to make adjustments to your agenda? Be flexible and constantly readjust your plan throughout the day. Guaranteed little fires, distractions, etc. may come up and get you off target. So constantly readjust. You never know when life will throw you a curveball. Be aware of your pitfalls also, your time wasters. For example, if you know you have a meeting scheduled and it often goes over, create a hard stop. Let others know in advance before you even start your meeting that you have another commitment to go to. Limit or reduce your distractions. Turn off the TV or shut your door at the office. Put your cell phone on the other side of the room so you don't go down the Facebook rabbit hole. Bring lunch once in a while instead of going out to lunch all the time. 
For your home, create a master grocery list of items that you buy regularly and highlight or create a checkoff system for items you need each trip. Leave this out for your family to add to your list. This helps reduce time in you figuring out what you need, what you may be out of, and it also limits the trips to the store or home delivery for that one item that you may desperately need. Plan out your meals for at least a week. I have a picky eater and sometimes I'd struggle with what to make and what to buy. So I have a list of our favorite meals and I cycle through the list at the end of the list I just start back over and so on. It helps when I don't know what to make for the week. It cuts down on time. Okay, so buy groceries at least for a full week. Meal prepping is a great way to make cooking easy. Freezing leftovers for those easy to take out meals is a great idea as well. Be strategic, even for your errands, your chores, grocery shopping, etc. Here's an example. Create a grocery list in the order that the store is laid out so that you can be most efficient with your time. Get your groceries without having to scour your list or run from one end of the store to the next. By the way, most stores have maps on their websites. Take it further. Run your errands in a time-efficient manner. Plan out the quickest routes to get all of your tasks done. Same thing with house cleaning, etc. Organizing your kitchen to be efficient and having things stored in the most efficient, productive manner really helps as well. Here's a simple example. Just keep your coffee in a nearby area to your coffee maker and so on. Create the whole structure within your kitchen so that everything is laid out in the most effective, efficient possible manner. If you've been trained in 5S or lean principles, use them in your home. It really works. If you have a two-story home, place a basket at the bottom of the stairs and place items in it that you need to take up for your next trip instead of making multiple trips up and down stairs. So where can you double duty in your life? You can use technology. You can do bill pay, online shopping, food delivery, automate systems like your vacuuming, iRobot, Roomba. Use your dishwasher instead of always hand washing. Sort and set rules in your email. Unsubscribe from the junk mail that you never read. Schedule alarms in your phone, Alexa, Google Home. Set reminders. And use apps for managing money and budgeting. Use group text for family, work groups, clubs, and so on. Best of all, get efficient with your family and their schedules. Get your family on board. Set a family calendar. Here are the top three family organizational calendar apps. They are awesome for keeping on top of what everyone is doing in your home with appointments, practices, lessons, no school days, creating chore lists, or to-do lists. You will never forget about a school banquet again. So look into apps such as Cozy, Time Tree, and Flake, spelled F-L-A-Y-K. If you have younger children or prefer not to use an app, because by the way, these apps can be used by everyone in your home and keep everyone on the same page. So if you have younger children that do not have a cell phone or family members that don't use phones, another great option is just good old-fashioned paper, calendars, charts, chore schedules, and to-do lists. But have it in an area where everyone can easily access it 
Keep it updated regularly so that everybody is on the same page. Speaking of family and children, a survey of 1,001 U.S. adults by Braun Research last year says 82% had chores as children, but only 28% of adults today make their children do things around the house. Research indicates that children who do have a set of chores, have higher self-esteem, are more responsible, and are better to deal with frustration and delay gratification, all of which contribute to greater success in school. Assigning chores is a great way to get the family to pitch in and save some time too. But it can also teach your family members not only a sense of responsibility, ownership, and contribution, but also time management. Go about this by assigning age-appropriate tasks. Post them, have a tracking system, a due date, etc. Stick to your schedule and agenda and be consistent. If you are reluctant to ask your kids to contribute to their household, consider this. Research by Marty Rossman shows that involving children in household tasks at an early age can have a positive impact later in life. In fact, says Rossman, the best predictor of young adults' success in their mid-20s was that they participated in household tasks when they were younger. This could be a topic for a whole episode. Bottom line is that if children are old enough to use a phone, have a phone, or electronic games, they are more than capable of doing chores and helping the family thrive. Do you set boundaries or are you one that says yes to everything and anything in your life? And before you know it, you're roped into being on the PTA and dreading the 7 p.m. Wednesday meeting when you'd rather be going to hot yoga for your own mental and physical well-being. Set boundaries. If it doesn't resonate or appeal to your heart, don't do it. Don't say yes. Don't overschedule yourself or your children either. Are you one of those soccer moms that is driving around like a maniac to get to practice and then to drama practice only an hour later? And you still don't have dinner planned? Set boundaries. We have turned into a society that lives vicariously through our children and are trying to always one-up the next family by having our kids do it all. And sadly, we are missing the point of quality time and slowing down to be truly present with one another. We are not living our best life when we do this. And we are not living our best life when we're hollering at little Liam for forgetting a shin guards for the third time for a sport he doesn't even really have his heart into. If you are overran by your children's schedule, chances are it's taking a spiritual toll on you and them. Most likely, you are not showing up as the best version of you for your family. Don't forget, children need downtime too for their well-being. So set boundaries and priorities. So how's your time spent in your car? How much time do you spend in your car? Wow, I spend an average of 3.5 hours a day, 17.5 hours a week in my commute. I tried to find the most efficient way to spend time in my car. I spent time in my car making calls, whether it was catching up with family, my quality time, making appointments, or taking conference calls. But most of my time in my car was actually educating myself, listening to books, classes online, and podcasts. I made the most of every minute when I was driving. There is always time if you want it. You just have to be creative. Have you ever felt that panic set in when you realize you are faced with lots of tasks and you are overwhelmed? 
This is where anxiety comes in. It's when you have all this stuff to do and it seems like you don't have enough time to do it. If you are experiencing stress, anxiety, and overwhelm, it is definitely difficult to be zen and in a spiritual state. Poor time management, stress, procrastination, or not doing something you need to do may be holding you back spiritually. It may be blocking you. All the tasks and to-do lists are lurking in our subconscious, not allowing you to fully relax and be at peace and in alignment with your authentic self. Have you ever been meditating and then all of a sudden you realize that you're thinking of the grocery list? It happens and you know exactly what I mean. If you're too busy, your mind is busy. Focused on all that you have to do, you will not be in the present moment. You may be ungrounded and not centered. Mindfulness at this point is pretty much out the window. It's very difficult to go inward and connect with our higher self when we're so busy and we're not practicing good time management. Your intuition or extrasensory may wane. Your diet and health may take a backseat too if you're not properly managing time. And it's likely that one or some of your chakras are unbalanced. If you are dropping balls and taking shortcuts in life just to survive your hectic schedule, you might be missing the universe's golden opportunities waiting for you. What if the universe has something lined up for you and all you need to do is take the first step? Or do a task that then allows another door or opportunity to open for you. What if you don't have time to take this step or complete this task because you're too busy? What could you be preventing from manifesting in your life? We all have the same amount of time given to us each day. How will you spend your time? Stressing over having too much to do? Will you just get by each day and do the bare minimum? Or will you elevate your life, do meaningful things, take care of the only you you have, engaging in personal development and loving relationships? As I reflect back over the past few weeks, I really feel and see the importance of time management and quality time. It's glaring in front of us all right now. Do you see it? Many, including me, have family members that have become seriously ill. Some have lost their lives to coronavirus or other causes. Our loved ones or possibly you are experiencing racism and judgment, going through struggles, and beautiful lives have been taken. Their time has run out. This is so close to home for me. Our time with them is gone now. Life is so very precious. However, time and life are uncertain. And we never know when it's going to run out. Will you find time in your day that is wasted? Where will you have more quality time in your life? So slow down, be organized, and maximize the most beautiful gift the universe has given us. Time here on earth and use it wisely. We never know how much time we truly have here on this wonderful planet. Thanks for listening to the Spiritual Life Management Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please take a moment to like, subscribe, and share. It really helps us reach more listeners. If you want to connect, please drop your comments below or visit GretchenSmithCoaching.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at GretchenSmithCoaching or Facebook at Spiritual Life Management. 
Additional information on this episode can be found below in the show notes.